And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much there, the legendary John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you, listeners, for joining us for another hour of music in indie music and some great artists we have standing by to chat with us and tell us about their music and career. And we're going to start off with a previous guest who has a brand new release just out this weekend, and we're going to play. We're going to be one of the first in the world to play it for you. Her name is McKaylin. She's been on the show a couple of times. She does some great stuff. A tremendously talented young lady who has a big future ahead of her, I'm sure. This is a brand new release by McKaylin called I Love You Too Much. I just wanted everything to be okay Like it
from Gulf, Ontario, Canada. McKaylin, I love you too much. And that's her latest, which is just released. Be sure and drop by any of her social media sites online and uh, tell her what you think of her new release. And for those of you who aren't familiar with her name, it's M-I-K-A-L-Y-N. And uh, every time I write it down, I try to move the Y out of place just because of the way her name is pronounced. But it's M-I-K-A-L-Y-N, McKaylin from Canada. Thank you so much for sharing your new release with us. And thank you, John Bon Jovial, for coming in and taking over control of the show as you always do. Well, I had nothing better to do this week, so I figured, what the heck, why not? Uh, great song. Well, I figured, I figured, yes, yes, it is a little more dancey than what she's done in the past. It's I, got a little bit of a, a dance vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, I really like her her use of the harmonies. and Not throughout the whole song, she doesn't use it, but right toward the end, she brings it in. It's almost like, well, you really like this song? What do you think of it now? And and it, it's a very nice effect. <laughs> it is, and she's got, a, she's got a great voice, too. Shows it off. Uh, girl's, a, uh, girl's got a long long great future i'm sure we have another young lady standing by who is making good her great future too we're going to be talking with christine morell here in a few minutes first a couple of things we need to take care of one of which is our first v david bowers award of the week and uh, john bon jovial i understand you have an award for us this week well i do i am a long time like most of you, watcher of the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl was uh, on Sunday, I, what, the uh, the 7th of February this year. Right, and right. there there was a, um, I'm not going to call it a variety of musical entertainment, but there was alleged musical entertainment. Uh, <laughs> now, Do I detect uh, a little uh, bias there? A little bit. I mean, look, I will be the first to admit, I am a uh, a dinosaur rocker. I grew up uh, in the 60s as a teenager with uh, Jimi Hendrix and Cream and, uh, you know, the uh, <laughs> Beacon Street Union and, and, and all these legendary bands and, of course, the Beatles and the Stones. Um, but, I, you know, I, I tell you, I, you had made a point when we were talking earlier today that the halftime show should be as much of a mass appeal show as it possibly can. And this year, honestly, I just don't know what the hell they were thinking about. You got guys dancing around with jock straps on their heads, which didn't make a damn bit of sense to me. <laughs> Um, the, 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 this fellow I did like who, the light up eyes in the opening. Yeah, oh, no, that was kind of that was interesting. But this guy, <laughs> you know, that that calls himself the weekend. Yes, he does have a good voice. I, I I can I can tell that he can carry a tune. But I'm really afraid that he probably alienated at least fifty percent of that audience with the selection and the choreo the uh, choreography that they chose for this particular thing. And I got to give it a major thumbs down. I thought uh, that it was a, a, a very disappointing halftime show. I think the NFL people are probably going to be hearing volumes about it in the days following the Super Bowl. And uh, the, the same goes with uh, not only um, the uh, song America the Beautiful, but also the national anthem. And again, 
being kind of a traditionalist, being kind of a dinosaur, I readily admit that I am considered amongst the elderly now, but I really, really do prefer a more traditional approach to that song, and, and I think that those two songs deserve to have a traditional approach. I, 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 nothing in writing, but, you know, this is America the Beautiful. This is the country that we all pledge allegiance to. And I just don't think that the three artists that were involved in America the Beautiful and combined with uh, the national anthem... Yeah, they just didn't do it any justice. I'm sorry. That's my award for the week. Major I, thumbs down to the halftime show and also the first, uh, you know, the the the, the national um, uh, acknowledgement at the beginning. Yeah, I uh, I have to agree with you up to a point. I probably not as vehemently uh, as you are. Uh, I I never have, and anybody that knows me knows that I'm a traditionalist too, and I don't like flourishes or rewriting of the national anthem that's just the way i am it, it should be traditional but as far as the show the halftime show itself i have to agree with you uh, my sum summary of it is it would have made a great video for the weekend but it wasn't a blockbuster knockout halftime show for the general public weekend's fans will love it a lot of the younger generations will like it but it wasn't the type of thing that you expect. It's not a spectacular that you've come to expect in the Super Bowl. Again, just to sum it up, my opinion is it would have made, he did a number of his hits, which you expect him to do, but it would have made a great, greatest hits video for the weekend, but it did not make for a spectacular halftime show. So I'd better agree with you with a thumbs down on that one. And, uh, I give it the old V. Dave Bowers Raspberry. Do you have to go to the bathroom there, Dave? I mean, you, know, <laughs> you want us to wait for you? You need to fumigate that room some a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good to go. And... Uh, Moving right along now. Yes, now please. that we have I everyone's should, attention, we've give completely you something gone to, to down and enjoy. <laughs> because our next guest is ready and standing by, and has been for a few minutes as we babbled on here. You're going to get to listen to her right now. This is a lady who calls herself Christina Morell, and this is her current hit, Got Me Dreaming. <laughs> When I'm thinking about your love I'm mad when I red light When I'm feeling for your touch Got me dreaming Oh, you got me dreaming How we could Fight off with the top off No destination in mind So high off your vibe You elevated my mind Got me dreaming Oh, you got me dreaming So excited, whispering that you like it. I'm in control, don't fight it. Weekends when we sleeping till the evening, got you open. Loving with my best friend, diving deep in like the ocean bay. Moments that last forever, down or ride for whatever. Just you and I, no pressure, no pressure, babe. 
Christina, right now. Hello, Christina. Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, thank you for coming by and spending the time with us. So glad to have you here today and to get a chance to talk to you because you have such a an, an exciting uh, short-term history here. You you were originally from Barbados, correct? Yes, that's correct. How did you come to the United States? Oh yes, I left Barbados at the age of fifteen to continue my education over here. So yeah, I'm uh-huh. here now. So yeah, I'm still kind of new. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that, but uh, it, it, it's it's interesting that you came over here to continue your education as well as uh, develop your talent and everything. And you do have a, a definite talent for singing. But I understand you're also doing modeling. Yes, I am. That's a new hobby I caught up over the quarantine. <laughs> Hey, nothing wrong with that. Now, you you were working with uh, a guy named Sonny King in uh, in North Carolina, in Greensboro, I believe it is. How did you come to run into Sonny? Yes, yeah, so Sonny was just really well-known in the area. He used to be in a group, a singing group, and my stepdad really liked, liked his music and was into his work. And my stepdad actually reached out to Sonny, and we got together. And we just had, like, a connection from there. Like, we just really both love making music. And we just became a team, like, right away and just got right to it. <laughs> hey, it is great when you meet someone who is in the position to, you know, to help you further your career 
and you guys hit it off and can work well together. That is that is just super because yeah. it works for both of you. It it helps you develop and be more successful. And obviously, a uh, having a budding star under his wing is definitely going to uh, is going to help uh, Sonny and his business too. So that was a uh, a fortuitous connection there. So you've been in the states how long now? Yes, since 2015, so about five years now. About five years out. So you're a, a you're a homie now. You're you're one of us. <laughs> do you do you get to go back? Do you get speaking of home? Do you get to go back home occasionally? Yes, I do like to visit. But you know, right now with everything going on, I've just been at home in North Carolina sure. right now. But if everything cleans up, clears up a little bit. I plan on visiting family back home. That's a subject that we have talked with all of our guests over the last year or so about. And uh, how, how have you been able to handle, I know this came as a total surprise, and while you're really, even though you're, you've been here five years, you're still probably getting a feel for the United States and, and our weird ways and everything, but how have you been <laughs> able to handle the, you know, the, the, the restrictions of this pandemic situation. Yes, it really has been a quick change, like a big change in such a quick time. But I adjusted to it. I took this time to really work on stuff I always wanted to work on. You know, I picked up a few new hobbies inside, and I really took the time to work on my music even more. So it's bad, but at the same time, it gave me less distractions. I'm in the house, and I'm working on myself. Sure, and we found that to be a recurring theme with the artists we've talked with. They've been, they've taken the time, or been able to take the time, to you know explore their their own writing and creativity. And some of them have come up with some remarkably creative ways uh, to develop new material that they you know they honestly felt they might not have explored were it not for having this time forced on them. It's so it's been a it's been a double-edged sword. There's, like most things, there's good and bad to it. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there awfully quiet. I know you. I know you want to get in the conversation here. Oh, absolutely. Well, Christina, you know, first and foremost, you know, welcome. We are so glad that you're here with us today. Uh, the The song that we just played got me dreaming. That is such a beautiful song. Did, did you write that? Thank you so much. No, Sonia wrote that song. Well, it is absolutely gorgeous, and I love your vocals in it. Uh, you know the uh, the the production that's gone into it. I mean, it's got a very seductive and sultry feel to it. And uh, if if this is an example of what you're doing to kick off your career, and I know that you know you've been here for five years and uh, and and such, but if this is showing a maturation process of the music that you're developing and if you continue forward with this, I can't see nothing but good things for you. It's just a great song. Thank you. It means a lot. Well, it, it's, it sounds like, it sounds like a lot that that's the whole thing. you know, we were just talking, <laughs> uh, I, and I, I know that you could hear it on hold. We were just talking about the Super Bowl uh, halftime show and, 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 and I got to tell you, and I mean this with all complete sincerity, I think, you know, talent-wise, your vocals, you're, you're, you're running circles around that guy. I mean, you're just so much better. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a, uh, a writer for uh, the music blog Woke Chip, a Woke 
chimp, rather. Uh, you can find it, wokechimp.com. Uh, he said of your music that, uh, let's see if I can find it, the, the spot I wanted to get to here. Uh, it says, by the time the track draws to a close, you'll find yourself humming along with the catchy hook and in need of hitting the repeat button for another <laughs> listen. And he, he refers to a point where you implement the, a subtle little voice delay, which is really a, it's a, it's a hook in itself. So you, you built in some hooks to this. Uh, was, was this the aim of the writer originally, or was this something that uh, these little hooks that were subtle, uh, were they something that you developed as the three of you were working on the song? Yes, this was the aim. So, you know, we're trying to add that background, you know, from coming from Barbados and still being in the States. I try to add a little bit of that island feel to it. So just certain stuff we did, little stuff that made a big difference to the song as we kept redoing it over and over, just so we have, like, the perfect song that we were looking for. So I'm glad that they noticed that. Definitely, and it, it worked. You guys have worked well together to develop a, a very commercial but quality sound, as I often refer to it here, uh, it's not difficult for a songwriter or a producer or even the performing artist to develop a commercial sound. But it is difficult to make a good sound, a quality piece of music that is commercial too. And, you know, without sacrificing one for the other, and I think you've done that here. You've got a, a great sound it does have a commercial hook to it, and I could see a multitude of formats uh, playing this. Now, this just came out the end of January, and I understand it's available all over the place. Now, tell the folks at home how they can find you and your music online. Yes, yeah, so yes, um, this single is available on all platforms. This YouTube, you know, Spotify, Tidal, it's all digital platforms. You can follow my Facebook page at Christina Morell. And then I have all my links in my bio. And also, I have an album with like eight songs coming out on Valentine's Day, all about love. It's called Pain and Passion. You know, about oh. love, how sometimes it's good. And then sometimes love can go the wrong way. So it's like half and half. So yeah, that's something I'm excited about, my first album coming out on Valentine's I don't Day. Blame you. I don't blame you. And coming out on Valentine's Day, too. I'm definitely going to be looking forward to that. Uh, what's the title of the album? It's called Pain and Passion. Pain and Passion. And uh, just for you folks who are taking notes and going to be looking her up online after the show, uh, Christina with a K, the last name is spelled M-U-R-R-E-L-L, -L, because I know I'm, when you're just listening to someone the first time, it'd be easy to... Uh, misspell it so we'd like to we'd like to give you all the help we can and get it right there m-u-r-r-e-l-l -L, christina morell and what's in store other than we know we've got another track of yours we're going to play here in a few minutes what's in store for christina now as we work hopefully to get out of this uh, pandemic situation and move back to a hopefully more normal lifestyle what do you got planned right now it's even more music I'm never stopping. <laughs> I've always that's at a work. good thing. Always at work. <laughs> that's a good thing. 
are, are you looking into, uh, well, let me ask you this, as I've asked a, a lot of the artists uh, do during this uh, lockdown where you can't do a lot of live shows, are you looking into doing perhaps any live stream? Yes, we talked about it, yes. We have at one point thinking about having a little live something streamed on Facebook Live. You know, get to interact and kind of put a face with people who might not know me, put a face right. to the music, and exactly. connect with our Absolutely. And be sure and let us know when you do that. And I have, among other things, I have a page on Facebook, the David Bowers Awards. It's a groups page. And that page, you can go and post yourself, your own events, releases, uh, news to your fans, whatever you want relating to you and your career, your music. And uh, that's for you. That's why the page is there for the artists to post their news and information and then we'll pick it up from there and send it to our other posting sites and social media pages so feel free to get on that facebook page post up your your valentine's album and when it's going to be available obviously valentine's day but you get the idea feel free to use that before we let you go now tell us in the you know in three minutes or less <laughs> tell us about <laughs> this next track we're going to play make yourself free Yes, so make yourself free. So as you said, you know, I told you the album was Pain and Passion. So instead of doing one song for my first single, I wanted to give you guys like an idea of how the album would be. So for the video, the actual video, we start off the song with dreaming, you know, when you're in love, you feel like you're in a fairy tale. But then it has a plot twist at the end of the video. When I find out that the guy I'm in love with is like doing stuff behind my back, and it uh -oh. just shows that kind of anger. So it's like a a sample of how the album will be half good, half bad. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to the album after having both of the, having heard both of these cuts. And I thank you so much for coming and spending time with us here today, talking about yourself, introducing yourself. And I think you got the right idea. Yeah. Do what you can to get people to know who you are, because the more people you get following you, the more, successful yeah. you're going to be it's as it sounds overly simple but that's the basic equation and i think you've got a good handle on it you've got a great talent look forward to hearing more from you please do come back and see us again okay i definitely will thank you guys so much absolutely keep in touch because we want to hear how everything's going for you ladies and gentlemen christina morell and here she is with make yourself free Too much for you to say and I agree 
Christina Morell, make yourself free. Thank you so much, Christina. The ladies have it today. Uh, we've had McKaylin, we've had Christina off to a great start with some great sounds. And uh, we've got another uh, guest coming up, an old friend of ours as well, Chase Perryman, will be joining us momentarily. And uh, <laughs> Chase, you've got not one, but two tough acts to follow. So hope you're up and ready to go because... We want to hear from you. Chase Perryman will be joining us right after we listen to this tune of his called Baby Come Back. Letting go, ah. 
Great young ladies, and now Chase Perryman, and I would say Chase that you did follow those two acts very, very well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And uh, I know one of the things that I had read about your uh, your history and you know how you developed your style and everything was that uh, somewhere along the way. Uh, a manager or an agent or someone that you were working with told you when you were performing live that if you wanted the fans out there to listen to the lyrics of what you were singing, there was one thing you had to put in it, and that was soul. And I would say you've done a heck of a job of that. Hey, thank you. appreciate that. Yeah, doing a yeah. lot of open mic nights in Nashville, you want to get people to... to you know, stop looking at their phones. Just uh, throw a little soul at them and they'll stop. Pay attention. Absolutely. A lot of truth to that. And I, I have noticed from my side of the music that the audience, the audience for soul music and soul flavored, whether it's soul country, soul rock, whatever, the audience for that is growing uh, incredible. Incredibly, the uh, the the soul demand for soul music is like I have never seen it. And uh, John and I, as you know, are both dinosaurs. We've been kicking around this business for a while, and I've never seen the demand for it as big as it is today. So I would say a lot of people are catching on to that fact. 
What is what? It's been too long since we talked, Chase. What have you been doing besides putting an awful lot of soul in your music? <laughs> I've actually been writing a lot of songs for TV and film. Um, and to preface this, people always think I'm talking about jingles. No, I'm talking about songs like the one we just heard, because there'll be a scene in a movie where they're in a car and they put a song on the radio. Boom. That's where my songs show up. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Have you done, have you done any for any uh, shows that we, that we would recognize? Yeah, I've had a song on Bojack Horseman on Netflix and Outer Banks. Um, I've got a song in a movie that's out right now. Uh, it's The Marksman with Liam Neeson. It's actually one of the few movies that are actually in theaters as we speak. Wow. Yeah. That's a, a good one to have. I mean, it's not, you know, that's not an unknown production. That's a, that's a production and an artist that people are familiar with. So I, uh, I imagine you're getting, uh, you're getting noticed there quite a bit. And I think that's great. How did you, for, for the benefit of other artists that are, just getting into the business, working their way up. How did you make the connection to uh, do music for television and the films? Yeah, honestly, I got kind of tired of saying uh, buy my CD and come to my show, and I got tired of lugging around equipment. And there's, I have also a very entrepreneurial side to myself, and uh, I just kept asking questions. I kept looking, and one of the best resources that I could point to point people in the direction of is um, to taxi music so that's a great place to get started if you're interested in getting your songs featured in uh, TV shows or commercials films and then also I'm working <laughs> I've also been working on a songwriting book myself and in that songwriting book um, I break down some of the tools for TV because I wasn't able to write this book until doing the volume of songwriting required to like actually do music for TV and film because it's way more than just an album a year that I started doing. I started doing, you know, like an album's worth of songs in one week. And uh, oh. once you get that kind of pace going, yeah, I got really interested in, in uh, developing patterns to help other songwriters. And, and, this, and you have a book coming for this? I do. It's actually, <laughs> I've been working on it. Oh my gosh, I started writing it last year. And uh, we've been working on the design this last month, and uh, but actually, it's crazy to say this, but I'll probably finish the design of the book tonight. And we've been uh, we've had people sign up for the pre-sale, and I've had a lot of interest in it. So I'm super excited Fantastic. about it. It should be coming out next week. Fantastic! What's the name of the book? The Four-Step Songwriting Blueprint. Four-step songwriting blueprint. I like the fact that you kept it simple, and I think that's a great idea. I wish you all the luck in the world with that, and I Thank do you. hope that you'll. Uh, I do hope you'll get me uh, a uh, press release or something when it comes out, yeah. so that we can hop on there and help you out a little bit too. And I, I, I'm glad you went into that because, as you know, on this show. Uh, self-promotion is highly encouraged. Speaking of which, John Bon Jovi wants to self-promote himself. So what you got for us? Sure, sure. Why not? Uh, Chase, uh, welcome back. It's great to have you on the show again. Uh, as far as the book is concerned, <laughs> you know, the first thing that came to mind 
was that guy that paints, you know, with the, with the afro, and it's almost like a paint-by-numbers oh, thing. Yeah. Is this a write-a-song-by-numbers? Write it's so funny. So in, in my book, actually, so you can think about me as the Bob Ross of songwriting. That's his name. I couldn't uh, think of and, his name. Yeah. Well, yep, and by the end of the book, if they follow along with me, they'll write a song, too. So well, it's the same exact concept. You've nailed it. Well, okay. I may have to get a copy of that myself. Sure. I, now, <laughs> uh, I, I want to cycle back a little bit to uh, Baby Come Back. Uh, you know, we're, we're, there's a lot of people that try to put a, uh, a soulful interpretation on something. I, I always refer to it as pseudo-soulful because I, I say that because they just really do a horrible job of pulling it off. But you got the whole Otis Redding thing going on there, and you do it so well, and it is so hard to do. So how did you develop this? Because uh, truly, and I mean this sincerely, kudos on that. I, you know, it, 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 it pretty much took me back to 1966 or 67 and listening to you know, Wilson Pickett and, and, and Otis Redding and, 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 and all these other guys. That's awesome. Thank you very much for that. I, I smile anytime I get lumped in with those guys, especially Otis, who's a lot of my... Um, you know, obviously, I, he's an inspiration of mine based on my, my style. Um, so, interestingly, when I was very small, I found a cassette tape. A lot of people won't know what that is anymore, but I found a cassette tape of uh, some old soul songs on there, and, and Otis Redding's These Arms of Mine was on there. And I remember, even, I think I was maybe like five or six years old. For some reason, <laughs> I just had it in my head that... One day I want to be able to sing like this guy. And I remember between him and Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, I would just practice, 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 like singing with them on these cassette, you know, cassette tapes the way that maybe, um, you know, uh, budding stand-up comedians would try to learn like Bill Cosby's jokes right. or whoever, you know. And sure. I would just work at it and work at it. And uh, I think even at such a young age, it just got kind of imprinted on me that when I went to sing, that's the style, like, if other people grew up singing, let's say, country music, or if they grew up singing, um, you know, rock, rock and roll, you know, for me, that's where I started, and I think that's one reason it comes out so easily for me now. Well, country music is um, a derivation, as far as I'm concerned. It's a derivation of the traditional soul music of the 60s and 70s because they sing about love, they sing about pain, they sing about the blues, now, yes, the style is different, but I consider traditional country music, you know, Ferlin Husky, um, George Jones, Tammy Wynette, I consider that to be extremely soulful music. It's different than Otis Redding, it's different than Wilson Pickett, and it's different than Chase Perryman, but it's still soul music <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I would think agree that. You, you mentioned George Jones. Uh, George Jones was, uh, as far as I'm concerned, he was the personification of country soul. Oh yeah, nobody did it better than George. Oh no, he, he when, when yeah, he did it, that you know, too. sometimes didn't get there to do it, but when he did it, you <laughs> couldn't beat him. <laughs> and 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 and, 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 yeah. and Tammy Wynette had such a powerful voice when she could, she would just oh. belt out a song and never a variation of being off key. She was just wonderful. 
And uh, I remember the first time I saw her in person, I was just blown away. This lady is not just a studio voice. Oh, no, 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 no. The first time I no, saw George she, and Tammy at the Curtis Hickson Hall in Tampa years ago. And, uh, you know, when they were living in Lakeland and it was uh, it, it was incredible. But we digress here because I want to know. Yes, we do. Yeah, Chase. I, I, I want to know no, more about okay, you, no. Chase. I want to know, you know, OK, you've given us a little bit of your past and how you got to this moment and the style of singing that you do. But. Where are you going from here? What what what's coming up, especially after this ridiculous pandemic ends? Yeah. So one good thing is, like I said, because the TV and film world, yes, there's not as many uh, TV shows uh, or movies being in production, you know, over the summer. But what's great about the strategy for doing songs for TV and film is, you know, I didn't release any, I didn't get any songs into any new shows. Uh, like in the middle of the pandemic, but I was getting royalties on songs that were out already out there. So for, for musicians out there, it's good to have a diversified portfolio. And Absolutely. what's nice about getting some songs and, and stuff like this is they'll continue to, to make money for you even in the future. So it's, it's like a, every song I get placed, I think of it as like, well, that's money for my kids one day. <laughs> <laughs> there um, you go. Well, you know. Yeah, it, it, I, I definitely have a lot more of that stuff that I'm working on, writing songs for TV and film, a lot of different, um, and I do a lot of different genres too, you're hearing a soul one, but, but that's what's great about it, I'm not pigeonholed, like a lot of artists, you have to sound a certain way, well I get to sound however I, I feel like it. Right, um, that was one of, the, of uh, one of the, one of the, one of the points I was going to bring out when we go to the next track we're going to play, is your versatility, and the fact that you, you, you put it very well, you're not locked into a specific sound, you're, you're you're not a uh, you know you're not a George Jones does has to sing George Jones songs. You can do different styles. Uh, actually, I've heard you do different genres. So you definitely have that latitude where you can reach out and do different types of music. Yeah, think about it kind of like voice acting versus actual acting. So you know, like mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, he's he's kind of always Leo, and he's great at being Leo. But then you have guys like Hank Azaria, who's a voice actor for The Simpsons, who can be, a, like, literally a thousand different people in a cartoon, and you'd never know it. Um, right. And what's kind of great so, about it, if I've become a huge success in the TV and film world, I can still walk down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great analogy. I love how you put that. Let me ask you, Chase. Uh, have you considered, I ask most of the artists now with the pandemic still lingering and managing our lives or mismanaging it, uh, doing any live stream? Well, I haven't been performing live much for a while anyway, um, but I have had a little bit more of a bug to play live. But oddly enough, being in, so first of all, I'm in a small town in Tennessee and I'm not far away from Nashville at all. Oddly enough, I've performed more live since the pandemic happened since before, which is completely odd and probably not safe, but it's just the way that it's happened. For some reason, I've been invited to like come to these smaller shows in towns uh, where it's really not as bad and play for fun. Um, but yeah, I'd be open to live streaming. I just honestly, I've been able to play actually out live, surprisingly. Well, I, I was I was thinking, and, and, and in your case. You're an artist, I think, that could definitely pull this off. I was thinking of the uh, of the real casual uh, 
artists where well one comes to mind is a friend of ours with the uh, actually i went to school with him as a kid he's with a group called the swamp drivers from upstate new york and uh basically they play swamp rock but uh terry and the terry has gotten into custom building gu- uh, guitars from the most ridiculous things he's built them out of uh, frying pans uh he's built them out of uh well, he was on the Rachel Ray show with that uh, that guitar, and he's built them That's out of uh, Mustang parts. One of his most uh, successful ones was one he built out of Harley Davidson parts, and uh, he's got a whole thing going uh, where he he goes on. The, as a matter of fact, I think as we record this, I think he's on the, on Facebook Live with his Terry Mojo Johnson Live, and uh, it's very casual. He does it in his workshop where. He obviously can have all of the guitars he's already made, samples of them hanging on the wall behind him. And he plays one of the newer ones and does a bunch of different types of music where it's, it's really casual. This is not your uh, go in and sit down and watch a prepared show. Uh, he, he, yeah. The only preparation he does is he knows the music he's going to play. And it's, I like it. As a matter of fact, I've said before that I think this is going to be a positive outgrowth of this pandemic lockdown and, and restriction is the fact there's going to be more of the online live stream and more of the casual type of show because it has such a great feel. I mean, it's like we've tried to do with this show where we feel like we're sitting in somebody's living room talking with them about their music and everything they're doing. And I like that feel. Apparently a lot of others do too, because these casual shows are quite successful. And I, I could picture you doing something like that. You've got the personality, the demeanor, and definitely the talent. I appreciate that. Maybe I could do a show where I write a song on the spot for everybody. It'd be good for the there people that are uh, wanting to learn about songwriting, too. And if it, your go. song sucks, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea. I love it. I'd be definitely on board to help get the word out on that one. Speaking of getting the word out, before we run out of time here, Chase... Tell everybody where yeah. they can find you online. Probably the easiest place is chaseperryman.com. Um, if you go there, you can have like links to my social and stuff. Uh, but really, like if you wherever you listen to your digital music, um, you know, if you listen to Spotify or YouTube, just search me on, you know, just search Chase Perryman. I'll show up as Chase Perryman and also as Chase Perryman and the people familiar with the situation. That's also me. Okay. And uh, I want to uh, I want to ask you to tell us about this next song we're going to play uh, called Game Changer. Yeah. Um, so this is a song that I co-wrote with Brandon Mateus, and uh, he also writes and produces songs for TV and film. He's a fantastic producer, fantastic guitar player, and uh, this this will give you an idea of the kind of stuff that I work on for writing songs for advertisements. So, uh, and also for like trailer music. So, so whoever's out there working on the next uh, Marvel movie, take a listen to this song and see if you can put it into the next trailer. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. And as I, as I had said uh, a few moments ago, uh, this gives the listeners a chance to see your range, your versatility, how you can do more than just any one particular type of song. You've got, uh, we had Baby Come Back, which was a, 
definitely an Otis Redding type soul song. And we have this one, which is going to be a little bit of a change of pace. And I thank you for sharing both and your stories. Glad to have you on. It's been too long since we talked before. And uh, I want to thank you for coming in and sharing yourself and your time with us today. Thank you, David. Thank you, John. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Chase Perryman, this is called Game Changer. Boy, that makes me want to put on my cape and jump over tall buildings there. <laughs> Game changer. And it definitely was that. What a change from uh, Baby Come Back. Chase Perryman, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we thank him as well as Christina Morell, our other guest, for sharing their time and music with us and talking about their careers and everything. Please 
do contact them. Check them out online at their social media sites. And, uh, you know, give them the word. Tell them what you think of their music and uh, what you'd like to hear them do. You'd like to have them come to their town when, uh, to your town rather, when this uh, whole situation opens up and they can start touring again, whatever. And uh, for that matter, drop us a line. Tell us what you think, who you'd like to see on the show, even if it's you. If you're an artist and you'd like to have your music on the show or you'd like to appear on the show, drop us a line, a quick bio, and uh, hey, you never know. Email david at thedavidbowers.com. Simple. I keep it simple so I can remember it. David at thedavidbowers.com. That's about going to do it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you join us again next week when we'll have some more fun with some more great indie artists. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Well, I tell you what, we had a couple of very, very good guests this week, some great music. And uh, even Mickalyn, uh, 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 I mean, she her new song was just you know fantastic. So I'm very impressed with uh, this week's show. We 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 got to put in a couple of razzes toward the Super Bowl, which. <laughs> well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. We got a mosey on down the road, and thank you so much for spending another perfectly good hour with us here at the david bowers awards and we are so grateful that you did the david bowers awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of computer help usa in naples florida and of course from the valley of the sun in tempe arizona and we are available for free on most major streaming services be sure to follow us the david bowers awards on twitter linkedin and facebook and join us next week for the david bowers awards on Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM, Rochester, New York. That's 106.3 on your FM radio dial, Rochester Free Radio. And, of course, on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for The David Bowers and everybody here, including our marvelously geeky engineer, Nick, uh, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial saying, love each other, wash your hands, keep your distance. We'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards.